0: Welcome to episode one of my mini plant-based kickstarter podcast series. Today I'm interviewing Kat John. Kat John is creator of the Global Zero Fucks Movement. She has a meditation app coming very soon. She's host of the Real Raw Relatable podcast. She's a coach, a keynote speaker, and she runs workshops. She's been in the process of transitioning to a plant-based diet over many years and I truly believe that her experience will inspire you to do similar and most importantly allow you to learn from her experience and the setbacks. She is now thriving on a purely plant-based diet but that's only because she decided to seek outside advice and get serious about her values-driven decision to eat plant-based. In this interview, you'll also get a sense as to why Kat is such an incredible coach. She is unselfishly open to sharing her energy, and it is palpable. If you're considering the transition to a predominantly or purely plant-based diet, listening to Kat's experience with plant-based nutrition is an absolute must. Hi, Kat. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really, really appreciate it. I um, wanted to introduce you to my audience because you're an epic coach. I know you do an incredible job of, you know, taking people on their journey, whatever that might be. Um, And you've been on a bit of a journey of your own over the last couple of years with regards to your nutrition. And I thought that would be a really great story to share with my people. So perhaps before we
1: start talking about your nutrition, could you tell us a bit about you, your background, who you are? Yeah, sure. Um, It's awesome to be here and I appreciate uh you bringing me on and uh i think it's really cool that the changes that i've made is, you know enabled me to come in and, and and speak to you and your crew so i'm very happy to be here um so i guess the jam that i do now what i do now is coaching um meditation keynote speaking and uh group trainings um and that's that's i guess all the different services that i offer and and like you said um, the the essence of why people come back to me is because They've really forgotten how to live in alignment with their truth. Mm-hmm. They're focusing on shit in their life that, at the heart of them, doesn't matter. But maybe to a part of themselves in their head, they think that matters, mm-hmm. and it's causing them distress or disease or um, you know unhappiness or feeling lost within themselves or in their relationships. So um, people may come to me for their job or for their you know wanting to do their purpose or they don't feel like they are their true self um so yeah in essence what i help them do is start to train them to focus on things that matter to here whilst managing the part of them that wants to hold them back because we all have that i have that you have that um the part of us that just says no please don't grow please don't change change is annoying change is yeah scary oh, time consuming unstable. yeah mm, it's yeah. uncertain exactly so Um, yeah, I've been doing that for six years. Now it'll be seven years, uh, in 2021. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I
0: love hearing your story. I think you've shared a few times on Instagram and probably other places, but sharing your story of when you first launched your business. And I remember (laughs) reading it and I was like, that was me. Like that was (laughs) me sort of like staying in my parents' house for a little while and, you know, doing the the side hustle and that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, congratulations on getting to this point because when you do start out, you just have those days where you're like, holy crap, am I even doing the right thing? Like, oh, who's listening to me? Am I changing seriously? lives? Because I started this to change lives. But, you know, you definitely are now. So congratulations. on
1: Yeah, thank you. That. Thanks, awesome. Ellie. But um, this conversation of, like, a,
0: you know, getting to the heart of, like, your why, your reason, your being, um, I think is sort of fundamental to this chat about nutrition because mm-hmm. one of the major reasons I find people are, like want to start exploring plant-based nutrition is because they realize like, you know, a friend of mine said to me the other day, I was looking at the little ducklings crossing the pond and I oh, suddenly I realized like, how can I eat chicken again? Like these little things are just like they're so cute and beautiful and it's okay to sort of awe over them but then to eat the chicken. Um, And so like aligning food with values is a key reason for why people start to make dietary changes. Mm -hmm. Um, You've been plant-based now, I think you said, for a year,
1: but Mm -hmm.
0: like purely plant-based. But what was it for you? What sort of instigated... I guess, sort of your first thoughts around changing your nutrition choices and then going into a completely plant-based protocol or diet?
1: It happened a little while ago, actually, for a period of 12 months. Um, I grew up, my my brother chose to be pescatarian from the age of 11. His Mm -hmm. school took him to an abattoir and... uh, they watched. That's a full-on school Oh trip. my gosh! They watched animals get slaughtered, and he just came back and he just said, "I'm never eating meat ever again." Wow. To which, you know, I I hung shit on him, and I didn't get it until um, there was one day I accidentally. Uh, it was on TV. I, I watched a. It was a documentary on called The Cove. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've heard of it. No. Go no. and fucking watch it. Um, and it was about the way uh, I think it was the Japanese um trick dolphins into going into this cove um mm-hmm. and then they slaughter them um and it was i think the first time i ha- it came into my consciousness oh my gosh this is if this is happening here and these are animals that i deem shouldn't be killed then what else is going on so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was way long ago like probably I don't know, six years ago. And for a year, I stopped eating meat. I stopped eating fish and I was vegetarian. That was, I just was, that was the initial reason. And then there was uh, one day where I just started eating meat again. I was just craving it. My body was craving it, Uh, but I was torn. I was really torn. Um, I had seen something that I couldn't unsee. And I think that's a really powerful thing where you, you see those quotes, you can't unsee what you've seen. Um, and then it's like haunting you or sitting in the back of your mind or it was in my mind of what are you doing, dude? If you're not yeah. okay with that, then why are you doing this? Yeah. So that literally took me a year, uh, took me five years, maybe four years to reach that point of of I can't, I don't think I can do this. And, and yeah. look, it was all for animals. It was for the animals. That's That was my reasoning. Um, and I think over that time I had, develop myself and 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 come more home into me like I was talking yeah. about in the beginning yeah and I started to live in true to my values I, I would look at my dog and I would think I'd never I'd never eat a dog and I would look at the way like you said a mother duck and a father duck would treat and protect their little ducklings and I thought they're no you know in in, in their own in in some right they're no different to to parents who protect yeah. their kids from running across the road and I see it now with Bailey when he tries to go after the little ducklings, the mother and the father duck are like whack, whack, whack. No. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And I and so over that time, more of that started dropping in. And it was just truth dropping in for me. So I then went pescatarian. I was became pescatarian. Yeah. Um so did you allow eggs at that point? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I kind of was at that point oblivious to the dairy industry. Oh. Um, I yeah. When I said I said to people, you know, I'm vegetarian, and some of my um friends who were eating who were eating vegan, mm. they were like, "Do you know much about the dairy industry?" Yeah. I'm like, "Oh my god, one step at a time." <laughs> yeah, 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 I can only like, handle one so step much at a time. Information exactly, and, mm. and and so because I had heard that, then it was this slow. Oh god, fuck. Okay, what what is happening in the dairy industry because I Mm. find it really hard to watch such documentaries of seeing animal cruelty um it really makes me angry so I would sort of watch it with the sound off and from afar um and the more I started like this yeah correct uh, (laughs) correct correct (laughs) so that there was a slow transition of not eating uh cheese all the time and I would lessen my cheese and I watched another documentary about chickens and eggs and I just thought, oh my God, it's just mm. gotta go. It's yeah, gotta it go. It actually over. doesn't end. It doesn't like, end.
0: No industry is better than the other. Like no. You know, where do you draw the line type thing? Mm.
1: Exactly. So um the hardest, the hardest jump for me was from vegetarian to vegan. Because I thought, oh, what am I gonna have for protein? I can't have my eggs, I can't have this, and and um That's the story that I had told myself and I thought cooking is going to be more difficult and it's going to be harder and uh, I'm going to be one of those people who no one wants to fucking go out for dinner with and, um, yeah.
0: Let's break down some of those things. But firstly, can we go back to when, like, you did that first year of... um, pretty much plant-based and then yep. you said you started to feel like crap and then you were seeking out meat and stuff like that yes um had you sought any professional help at that point or you, had you done much reading and education at that point on nutrition or just around like the horrors of the actual meat and dairy meat industry at that time
1: just that yeah I had um no no didn't do any research and I, I sort of a few people around me were like well, what are you going to do for uh, iron you know what are your iron Mm -hmm. levels going to be like and so that was probably the only conversation that was in my head I don't think I even got my iron levels tested tested. I actually felt okay I actually felt okay except um when I was I I don't know what it was I opened up the fridge and there was a there was bolognese there and I just thought oh my god I have to eat this Mm. I just like my body just said eat it yeah, and yeah. so I ate it, it. it. Mm. I it, it did it, it needed it so may and but also at the same time I was training really hard I probably was under eating um so there were other few elements going yeah. on there yeah. um but no I had no it like research education around nutrition on it doing it i always say
0: there's like there's there's a sort of ideal time to go plant-based and it's usually when you know that things like your iron and your b12 and your zinc and your like your total energy intake is in a pretty good place because then Mm -hmm. you know you sort of got this great launching pad to go into a plant-based diet Mm -hmm. but if you go in sort of Um, sort of a little bit blind as to where all of that stuff is, and then you don't pay adequate attention to maintaining those things, then you can wind up in a hole. And that's just distressing from from my point of view, if, you know, one of the major drivers for going plant-based is to is to reduce reliance on the meat industry, but then people who do go plant-based need to turn back, turn back around six months later and start eating meat again. Mm. It sort of defeats the purpose. And then they start creating this, this story that doesn't work going plant-based. You'll feel like crap. So don't yes. try it.
1: Uh, yes. And that's the worst
0: because yes, we all know that there's a sort of a, you can put a label to a diet like plant-based, but the actual constructs of that diet can be very, very different depending on how you, how you decide to approach plant based so mm-hmm. i would imagine now it looks quite a bit different to what it looked like 6 years ago for you yep. um how, how how what did you do when you when you went completely vegan so that harder transition from vegetarian to vegan what did you do did you start reading more did you get help how did you go about it
1: yeah i did i actually saw steph um i went and reached out to steph i thought okay I've done this before and um I mean because I was I was vegetarian for the year before that then I had been going okay but I thought this this is a at least in my head is quite quite a significant difference um from mm. vegetarian to vegan um all those things that I had been eating to get my protein uh like what am I going to do so um I went and sought out professional advice just to get my bloods this time I got my bloods tested cool. and checked yeah. and um, looked at all then the the other things that i wouldn't even look at as food to support to support my gut to support my digestion to support mm. all the little things that i have no idea what they are yeah
0: but opening your eyes He's up like, to it
1: yeah you you're like yeah. yes i know what that is i'm like what the <laughs> hell what is that um so yes <laughs> I, I did I, and and my body was it was in an okay state um mm. i guess the 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 thing that i was most cautious of because i know some of my sort of distant friends who have gone from vegetarian to vegan they've blown out Um, they've gotten bigger Mm. and, you know, they're eating more pasta, they're eating more rice, they're eating more like heavy carbs. And I thought, fuck, I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. I don't don't want to become an unhealthy vegan because Mm. there Mm. are those, you know, fake meats and all that kind of stuff out there which I I don't touch. Um, I guess I just didn't want to go down. I didn't want to be unhealthy as a vegan either. So I thought, okay, well, I need to get some guidance. Yeah, and go about it the right way.
0: And like it's so true. There are so many people who will literally decide they want to take on a plant-based diet and then the the protein element on their plate will just be exchanged for the sweet potato, the rice, the pasta um, portion there. And, you know, there is a big part of the plant-based community, which is not really the way that I practice, but there is a big part of the plant-based community that does demonize uh, certain fats and oils and does really celebrate a lot of those um, those carbohydrates mm. on the plate which i I'm astounded as to how females eat Particularly, doing that, maintain a stable weight, but also mm. a menstrual cycle. Because if the diet doesn't have adequate quality fats, omega three fatty acids, and doesn't have adequate protein, then you know the menstrual cycle will, will go out the window. Mm. Um, but there, yeah, there is that large community that will celebrate. You know, just having a plate of um, of carbohydrates. You know, granted, whole food carbohydrates are better than the refined source, yes. but there's there's still definitely that community. Mm-hmm. so for you when when you went through that process you know had your eyes sort of opened up to where your protein was going to come from with the absence of eggs and dairy yep. and stuff did it mean trying new foods or did it mean just actually um looking at, at foods certain foods more frequently like you know had you started eating tempeh and tofu and those sorts of
1: things or were legumes yeah. part of your diet beforehand not so much the the legume beans kind of jam but definitely like I would make a uh, tofu stir fry with, um, be and what are they called? Like the, the snow peas, the snow pea. Yeah. Or um, bean shoots. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and I would just make up like a, a whole little thing of that. Um, I, I, I love tofu. Like, so I'm, I'm lucky for that. Mm. Um, but yeah, there, there were, there were a few other things to introduce, but probably the more thing, I became really overwhelmed in the fact that I had to think about, think more about what I put into my body. That's a really good point. Yeah. 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 That's where I thought, oh gosh, is this worth it? Can I do this? Can I be bothered doing this? Do I just look for, you know, vegan meal delivery thing, but mm. then I'm very conscious of like extra crap the planet. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. ah, damn you, yeah, conscious. I yeah,
0: know yeah. <laughs> too much. God damn.
1: Mm. It's so yeah. annoying. So, I think when, you know, after I sought that advice, I thought, okay, well, if I don't want to blow out and become an unhealthy vegan, then I start I need to start looking at, well, what does my body need? What is like my calorie intake that I'd be happy to look at? What foods do I need to match that? And yes. I just I guess, you know, one of my strong core values is personal responsibility. And I never really took it in the realm of food. I never mm. took personal responsibility in the realm of food. Um, you know maybe in areas I did but really in terms of like the nutrition and and the uh, depth of it yeah 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 mm-hmm. you know like the portion sizing because as a kid I grew up just going eat the same size as your brother I'm like yeah. okay yeah um, yeah so that was that was quite overwhelming in the beginning and did
0: you Because this is like, like I said, this is a really relevant point because for, I do say to people, like if you want to take on a plant-based approach to nutrition and you want to do it right, then you do have to allow some time in your day or your life for food, like to buy the food, to prepare the food, think about the food, like you can't just go about your day blindly and sail from like one cafe to another or pull one bar out of the fridge and some other packet that it just can't be the way if you want to get adequate nutrition, get adequate amino acids and maintain, you know, really great iron levels and that sort of stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Before you started working with Steph, did, were you were like, did you make your own food? Would you make a lot of food at home or did you eat out uh, quite a bit?
1: I was a, I was like an Uber Eats girl. Mm, okay. So, so, so would, it would yeah. have been
0: quite a transition.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It totally yeah. was, it was, you know, I was working lots, I was, it was convenient, but then I had the conscience of, oh my gosh, I'm one, I'm wasting money and two, I'm wasting these resources of, uh, you know, plastic or containers and that kind of stuff. So I was very aware, but still choosing the pattern. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is sometimes a worse thing than being unaware, you know? Mm. Um, So yeah, I was, uh, you know, I would make some things at home. But once again, I was not taking into account the amount of protein that I needed, the amount of carbs that I needed, the amount of fats that I needed. So when I was actually vegetarian, I was probably eating super little protein, Mm. uh, more carbs, uh, more carbs, but I wasn't like, you know, pasta and all that kind of thing. But all these sneaky carbs that I sort of didn't really notice. Like um, fruits and yeah and even Potatoes like rice and cakes and lots of uh, rice yeah. cakes yeah um I'd have a lot of avocado in the day rather than lessening it um yeah. I just didn't have um I didn't have mindfulness around it I just thought mm. okay well this is vegetarian and then for dinner I would always have something from Uber Eats and um you know that's obviously I, I don't know what's exactly in that yeah um yeah. So yeah, it was, that was a real, that was a really big shift. And now like for every meal I cook, I make wow. it, I make it at home. My, my breakfast is so colorful and delicious and I know exactly what's in there. And I know my protein, I know my carbs, I know my fats and I just like I just think, how the hell did I get here? Yeah. But I'm so glad I'm yeah. here. You <laughs> That's know?
0: so good to hear. I thought for a moment <laughs> there you were gonna say, I'm still eating Uber Eats, but No, now no, it's plant-based. No. So you pretty much did this shift of like going to entirely plant-based yeah. and and prepping food at home, yep. which is like the double whammy, but yep. proof that it's possible and doable yep. with like the time that you have available. Yep. Um, do you mind giving a little insight as to what your go-tos are? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You like what do you do for breakfast? What do you have at lunch? Mm-hmm. And how is it doable? Like how do you how do you fit those in?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So at the moment I'm working with like a um fitness coach. Mm-hmm. Because I said to her um you know I've always had I'm not I'm not fat, like I'm not a big girl. Um but I have Excess fat that I just think, why is that? Why is that there? You know, what am I? What am I eating yeah. to contribute to sort of just like stuck fat? Yeah. Um, so I reached out to her, and and we're we're working together um, with regards to my macros and and fitness training. Um, I said, you know, I don't need to be skinny mini. I actually yeah. want to be really toned and and fit and that kind of thing. Mm. So, um, I guess what works for me is knowing uh, well actually what works for me sorry is um I like to eat the same thing I'm happy to eat the same thing every day yeah I'm that kind of gal you know yeah it's like because it it removes decision fatigue from me Mm. so my go-to so once I worked out my macros um and and what I needed for my body um I then started to ask some of my friends who (laughs) <laughs> were were eating really well but were eating smarter. And so they started to tell me, okay, this is where I get, you know, bread or whatever it may be. So mm. what I have for my breakfast is I have these two two pieces of bread. It's this alpine bread that's um low carb, very high protein. Yeah. Yeah. I have I know of it. Yeah, I have hummus um on top and I have the um oh what's it called? It's like those pickle things. Is it kimchi? oh yeah yeah kimchi yep yes sauerkraut probably yes 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 Yes. yeah um i have that i have avocado i have um what's it called some cooked like pan fried tofu without any oils and stuff and some tomatoes and then some red onion yeah and it Mm -hmm. is like the bomb. Yeah. It is. Nailing, I'm like breakfast, breakfast time, time, breakfast time, breakfast time. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, so you go. I was just going to say,
0: when do, when do you usually do your training? Okay. So your morning trainer, a yeah. lunchtime trainer, evening trainer.
1: Yeah, I'm a morning trainer. So I have yeah. a, again, structure for me is so good because it creates more mental freedom in my life. Yeah. So I wake yeah. up, I either go to the gym straight away and then come back or I go for a walk with my dog come back and then go to the gym. So either way, I, the first thing I do is I walk my body. Um, I then uh, go out and my get my decaf coffee and then I come back and then I make my breakfast. Um, and then for lunch I'll have a um, vegan protein shake. So I just have this protein powder. I have it with water and I have put half a banana in it with ice. Yeah. Um and then some almonds, some raw almonds yep, so and then just blitz it that up. that's in there. Yeah, yeah, sometimes I put walnuts in there. Um and then I have like hemp seeds, uh those kind of, you know, all yeah, those toppers. All those things that just yeah. Uh, I don't know what they do for me on the inside, but they just make the smooth, they make the thing feel better. <laughs> like I'm
0: having something substance. <laughs> uh, those hemp seeds, like, I don't know how long you've been eating hemp seeds for, but I can barely go a meal without them. That, that's an exaggeration, but <laughs> your hemp seeds, are, they're high in quality fats. So omega-3 fats, also some omega-6 fats, they're mm. high in protein. They don't taste like a lot either, so they no. do go really well just on top of a smoothie yes. within a salad. They're not expensive. Yeah. Like yeah. they just fit in there nicely. Just add like, like
1: a little bit of something, something. Yes. <laughs> you know? yeah. I don't know, I don't know yeah. what it is, but they do. Yeah, yeah. Um, Even on top of avocado with some lemon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes if, if I don't have the protein shake, which I actually do most days, but sometimes another go-to is I'll have, I'll steam some broccoli. Mm. And then I'll put hummus on top with a squeeze of lemon, like just as a light little snack maybe in the afternoon and that's not a big amount. And then for dinner I will have um, chickpea pasta with tofu um, and like cut up olives. Uh, What else do I put in there? Red onion, spring onion. Um, And then that's that's kind of my day. That's my day. And then I, I actually leave room for this vegan... Halo top ice cream. <laughs> uh, I haven't had it, but everyone talks about oh it. Oh my gosh, <laughs> vegan halo top hazelnut ice cream. It's insane.
0: Okay, insane. I'll check the ingredients after this call.
1: Yeah, <laughs> let me know actually if and, it's good
0: or not. <laughs> well, like we were saying before, you can't unsee things sometimes.
1: I know that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I have that not not every night, but um, yeah. a couple of nights a week, just to have that sweet. Truth, hit. yeah,
0: a little thing to cap it off at the end of the day, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so that's generally that's generally my go-to with a few little twists and changes sometimes.
0: Yeah, of course. Like yeah. I find it's pretty common to have a similar breakfast most days of the week.
1: Yeah. So you
0: so you aren't like freaking out and spending each morning thinking like, oh, how am I going to make breakfast? Do I need to set aside 20 minutes or 30 minutes? I think that's fairly common and natural. Mm. Um and I like that if you train in the morning that you do have that, although it's lower carbohydrate, you've got that bread there to help support your recovery from that training yeah. session. Cause that's really important if you want to build your your muscle mass. Yep. You've got veggies at every meal, which is really cool. Mm. Um, and then a smoothie at lunchtime. Like if you're really busy during the day, if yes. you're either between like client calls or just smashing out your own work, how good's a smoothie? Like forget about what people say about, you know, you have to sit down and use a knife and fork to eat every oh meal. Like a smoothie can be a meal
1: yep. when you it's get the right so things in there. Yeah. And when it's like a little bit thick and it's cold, like it's cold and oh, it's it can just be delicious. Like a little yeah. best friend sitting there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I actually can barely go a day without a smoothie. Yeah. <laughs> I miss it. If I've been out for brunch two days in a row, I miss <laughs> having my green smoothie. Yeah. It's good. Feels right. Yeah. Yeah um are there any foods that you miss like are there any um mm, sort of dairy question. meat-based fish-based foods that you miss because people often say to me do you miss meat do you miss feet fish and I can mm. legitimately say no like mm. I don't have a craving for meat if I smell meat on a barbecue I actually feel the other way like,
1: it just, yeah this just
0: doesn't sit well with me anymore yeah yep. um and and I just don't like I, I don't crave like the mouthfeel of meat or fish. Yeah. Uh I've never been much of a dairy person, so I don't miss that. But I think for some people that's a real concern, like mm. a fear of like, oh, if I go plant based I meat, I'm never going to be able to get to have a bite of meat again, or am I going to miss it? Mm. What's your experience with that? Like
1: it's a really good question. And I, I um I think when I was mentally still grappling with what am I going to do without eggs? What am I going to do without this? What am I going to do without that? Um, before I had even gone vegan eating, uh, I was missing, I was missing it. I was missing it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, but now when I made that mental shift of like, nah, this is just, this is fucking it. This is it. Um, you know, I cook, I mean, I, I've got Steve and I've got my stepdaughters and I've got Bailey who are like, Give me meat, bolognese meat, although Especially I must say, back there. <laughs> oh, my gosh, I must say that the kids, are because they're watching what I do, they're like, can we maybe do two nights a week without meat? I'm like, um, hell, yes, we yeah, can. Yeah, that's cool, yeah. So when I cook their meat, there is nothing in my soul or my, my hunger taste buds that yeah. want to taste it. Yeah. Um, so, no, I think, you know, sometimes if the kids have got, like, their chocolates there um and you know, because it's it's dairy chocolate. Um or if there's the cheese boards out, um then there are times where I think, oh it'd just be so easy to yeah. pick that up. But yeah, it's yeah. it's not a missing thing, it's more a convenience thing.
0: Yeah, convenience factor. Yeah. And that is a real um question in some people's minds like I think especially mothers where it would just be so much easier to put a piece a piece of meat and vegetables on the plate and Mm. call that dinner like the ease factor is a it is it is a real one like I don't have children so I've sort of got the luxury of telling my partner like we're having another Buddha bowl for dinner tonight and it's it's going to be quick and easy but it's going to cover all the bases like I can get away with that because I don't have children yet Mm. but um I, that's, I think, one of the reasons why I really wanted to develop a program that would sort of spoon-feed recipes to people and and give, like, options for pre-prepared, pre-prepared meals versus mm-hmm. quick-to-the-plate meals so that, mm-hmm. you know, as best possible you can work, you know, with a family and a busy lifestyle to get good quality food on the table that doesn't have to see you regressing straight away to animal mm-hmm. products. Like, yes. just see how you go, you know. Take the take the animal protein away for a short period of time and just see how you go with following some new recipes for a period.
1: Mm, definitely, definitely. Mm. And but some of the the little go-tos that I've done with the girls. So uh, this is I guess my stepping stone. So there's like um there's gnocchi or there's the uh spinach and ricotta filled pastas. And mm. then you, you know, I can I put pasta sauce, plain pasta sauce and that's still nice for them you yeah. know so it's like the yeah. stepping stone down it's like you can still have your pasta um I guess yeah I'd love to get to the point where I can become creative uh with them but again that that's that's the that's the journey
0: yeah well like even using chickpea pasta hi babies. Um, um, um even um, even using chickpea pasta because that's that's sort of it's invariably lower carbohydrate than regular yes. pasta, higher in protein, and so you know without them knowing it, they're basically having a bowl of chickpeas, and then it's up to you with whatever you put on top. Yep. I've got this um, this gooey veg ragu recipe, which is basically just like vegetables thrown in a tomato sauce that you let let cook and simmer away for however long you can really. Mm-hmm. And then you pair that with the um, chickpea pasta or mung bean pasta, whichever legume pasta you want, and it's super yummy. Kids would love Yum. that. It doesn't take much Give time it to, you me, sister. to do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you can
0: pre-prepare it and freeze it in portions and all that yes. stuff.
1: Hell yes. So it's doable. <laughs>
0: but... Um also going back to the comment you made before about you know you're still cooking meat for the kids but every now and then they say you know we want to have a plant-based meal. Mm. I think that's really awesome because there's there's a couple of ways of in, you know encouraging people to to take on a plant-based approach to their nutrition. There's that real dogma or dogmatic way of doing it which is to is to display the scary videos of animals being slaughtered and to you know, um, tout the scary figures of, you know, animals dying and amounts of or hectares of rainforest going to waste. Um, All there is that, look at what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I'm enjoying it. I'm healthy. I'm living a sustainable lifestyle. Look what I'm doing. And like, oh, hey, if you want to come join me on this, you can. I think that that second option is probably a lot less intimidating and a lot more approachable means for Helping people to join you in your journey, you know, helping people to come to your party, as opposed to that former. Uh, I would definitely see you here, but mm. have you ever been there? Like, have you ever sat at dinner tables and told friends about why you're going plant based, or have you always tried to be a, a bit really. more subtle with it?
1: Yeah, I, I tend to be. I tend to be more subtle. I can I can be vocal with it on my social media, um, but you know i'm I'm very hesitant to shove graphic things in in front of people' people's faces. You know there are other accounts that do that, uh, mm-hmm. and that's for them. Um, I guess there are there are some facts that I think are important to share. Do I do it all the time? No, but like for example it's it's Christmas time now. um yeah. I've got friends who are wanting to catch up and um they're booking places, and I'll just say, yeah, that's cool. Just can we ensure that they have vegan options there and they're like yep that's fine no problem they're all very aware that I do it for animal reasons but no I'm not that person at the dinner table who uh kind of like condemns everyone for not doing it um and 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 eating meat I'll I'll just sit there quietly and if people ask me questions and I'm happy to I'm happy to share share that Yep. Mm, yeah yeah which I think is
0: probably a better way of doing it. You don't want to put people offside. And also you don't want to make people feel bad without them even consciously saying Correct. that to you. You don't want to make people feel bad or like they're they're sort of below par if they're also not Correct. Not, not eating meat with you. Yeah. That's, um, and
1: that's why with the girls, they're, all, they're like, oh, what are you having for dinner? I'm like, I'm making this. They're like, oh, what does tofu taste like? I'm like, Nothing much, actually. You've yeah. sort of just got to add add flavour to it. I'm like, do you want some? And they're like, mm, no, I'm okay, but I'll, I'll try some of that chickpea pasta. I'm like, okay, cool, no problem. Or yeah, yeah. if I've got, you know, my keep cup, they're like, what's you know when they sort of sort of first started coming out, they're like, what's that for? I'm like, it's so you don't just keep Buy buying cups. stuff, mm-hmm. and and then, and then they're like, mm, maybe I should get my mum to to get a keep cup. So then my youngest stepdaughter bought her mum a keep cup. So there's those little things that I guess. Uh, I have no idea that they're they're asking questions on, but then eventually they'll ask and I think, okay, cool. I'll just, it's a slow way to do it. And Mm. it's, um, you know, sometimes I just wish, I wish everyone could see, (laughs) I could see or would see the world the way I do, but that's not fair. You know, that's, that's not right. That's not right to do that. So, this way works um and if more people like me and you and other people are leading a life like that then other people around can begin to ask questions and become more curious so I'm down for that yeah yeah
0: one of the things that I always come back to which I'm pretty sure you would resonate with as well is that like my transition to being purely plant-based was a transition like it was a really long journey um Sort of similar to yours, I went purely plant-based for a year and then my partner at the time begged me if I'd eat sort of sheep that came from a piece of land that, you know, was a family members of ours and would I allow that back in the diet and then, you know, I I was embarrassed with some friends who found me a bit like challenging at the dinner table, you know, know, what I could eat, what to make for me. Yep, I didn't care at the time but uh, there was some of that, you know, around Mm me. And so, so then I sort of went back into a bit of eating animal product, and yeah, you know, Now I've been completely plant-based for well, probably two or three years now. Um, but you know, that's I've been on a journey, so we can't expect everybody else to oh, necessarily absolutely. make the, make the switch with us just because we say now we're plant-based. Exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah so exactly. We're really right. Kind to people. Mm -hmm. yeah give them time otherwise it's us versus them and it's just creating more divide when with the world doesn't need more divide you know it doesn't need any more divide of I'm right you're wrong well you're annoying go and eat a legume well you're an animal you're you're a barbaric person you know it's like oh okay let's just let's just not go there yeah exactly (laughs) exactly
0: and and also like the more divide we create the more of that feeling of um you know you know you the individual making the change might feel like oh am i being an imposition and am i make am i making it hard for the people around me mm-hmm. that do want to eat meat and i'm not eating meat you know if we just think about it like here i am i'm going to eat the vegetable yep. portion of this meal there you are you're going to eat the meat and the vegetable portion of that meal like don't create the separation and you know, try and just all get along and enjoy that same meal with slight variations and differences. Totally.
1: Yeah, mm. absolutely.
0: Yeah. So how are you feeling at the moment after the last year? Like, this is not the swan. Like, I don't expect you to say, oh yeah, like my skin's brighter and I've <laughs> lost weight and, you know, I can run further and I'm smarter. Like, <laughs> don't expect that. But um, like oh. quite quite legitimately, how do you feel within your body and mm. have you been able to stay on top of like some of that testing you did with Steph, um, you know, a year ago, have you stay on top of some of those things? Um, yeah, I guess generally, yeah. How are you feeling?
1: Yeah. So when I, when I first started with Steph, I, I went, um, so that was sort of the real confusion stage. That's when I was like, oh, wait, how much can I have? How much can I not have? How much Mm. protein, how much this, how much that? And so I started overeating. I was overeating. I was was overeating in the wrong kind of areas. So still not taking in enough protein, taking in too much carbohydrate. So I did not feel good in the beginning. I was putting on weight and I thought, hang on, I'm eating healthy. I'm eating all the things that she said, but I had it all out of proportion, literally Mm -hmm. out of proportion, out of portion size. And so that in the beginning, I was disheartened and I thought this is going to be hard. This is just maybe my body's not meant for this and and started saying those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went back and had another chat just to start solidifying it in my head. Yeah. And then once again, it was, I just had to take the approach of slow and steady cat, just go slow and steady. You will eventually get this. You will eventually get this. Just keep being willing to stuff it up and to get it wrong and then make the tweak, stuff it up, get it wrong and then make the tweak. Yeah. Yeah. So once I had gotten to the place where, and also with the help of my current health coach or fitness coach, Mm. um, with, with going vegan and knowing the, the, the macros, proteins, fats, carbs that are good with the foods that Steph suggested. And they're the same foods that I see you suggest as well on, on your, on your page too. Now I actually feel fucking good. Mm. Like, like literally literally I feel good because I'm eating the right amount of proteins and I'm full like yeah. this the, my breakfast I'm like I am good until like 1 fucking 30. Yeah that's whereas before, that's seriously freeing. yeah whereas before I'd eat I'm like I'm hungry again yeah why am I hungry again but as soon as I started to to really become personally responsible for, okay, I'm going to be eating vegan, so this these are the foods that I need to eat, so if I need to eat those, then how do I hit all the things that I need to hit and also how do I maintain the physique that I'd love to be? So there were three parts that I was kind of trying to bring in at yeah. the same time, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, and once those three came together, like, yeah, like now I feel good, I feel energised, I I sleep well, I don't feel, I get, you know, slumps in um energy in the afternoons because I I truly believe I'm taking care of myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, a lot of people will say like, how do I know how many calories I should eat? Or how do I know what my macro split will be? And mm. then like, that's me being the annoying nutritionist who's like, well, tell me, how do you feel between breakfast and lunch? Are you satisfied or are you looking for something else? And mm. in the afternoon, do you need a nap? Do you need more coffee? And, um, you know, can you concentrate at work and are you sleeping well? And are you mm. moody or are you pretty stable? And, and then at the end of that question, I'm like, end of all those questions in that then I'm like yeah cool you're eating enough calories or yeah cool you're eating enough carbohydrates you're eating enough fats like unfortunately there isn't one magic equation for any one of us Mm. um like you mentioned at the start when you started working with Steph you talked about digestive health and gut health and even that variable right there will have an impact on how many calories we do or don't need and Mm. you know we as nutritionists or scientists or any health professional really can't factor in how your gut will necessarily change your calorie requirements. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my point is, is that no one really knows what your precise calorie requirement is until you've started to play around with it and feel it and then tweak it and change it. And so if you felt that experience of needing to tweak and change things as you go, just like a little like word of warning for the people listening to us is that you might notice that as well. You might experience that, but it doesn't mean that you have to sort of like throw in the towel and give up. It just means that, yeah, you have to stay committed to the reasons for why you decided to make some changes to your diet in the first place and enjoy that process of tweaking and changing.
1: Absolutely. And, and I'll be very real in the beginning, I wasn't enjoying it because I, I didn't have my head around it. We Mm. all like things when we got our head around it. Like when we know how to brush our teeth, we know how to tie our shoes, we know how to do our hair super quickly or put makeup on in a way where we're like, yep, that's going to do, right? Mm. So because I didn't have my head totally around it, it was taking a lot of conscious thought and that was frustrating. But um, like you said, I was connected to, I had to stay connected to my why. Why? And to what was important, and I thought, okay, uh, my yeah. why is, is bigger. That, really that important now? I know. I, I love know. the dolphins. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> but mm-hmm. I thought, no, like my why is bigger than this little tantrum that I'm throwing right now. So just start, just just reset. Go again at the next meal. At your next meal, let's let's try again. And yeah. next meal, try again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's uh, yeah, I do. I feel good not only physically, but it's, it's a real mental thing. Like I feel now way more in, um, in control of, of how I organise my food and, and what I need to do and, and I'm more than happy to cook now, which is awesome. Mm. Um, actually, there was a period where I was kind of, because I go through periods where I eat the same thing and then I, I'm like, okay. Change up. And mm-hmm. I was doing this really big, beautiful, like lentil um, yellow curry and I was making it from scratch and I was like, shit, this is good. The house <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah. I think also too with, with this kind of um, approach, I allow, way, I allow foods into my life that I probably wouldn't allowed before. I just yeah. choose the different version of it that's, you know, five-star rating or better. Yeah,
0: yeah. And do you mean like as in you've learned about new ingredients, like you've learned about what tempeh is or do you mean you're not well, afraid so to put like, like an oil in or a chocolate in every now and yes, then? Yes, yeah,
1: yeah. whereas before I would look at bread is bad, mm. pasta is bad, yeah, chocolate okay. is bad, whereas there's the chickpea pasta or that alpine bread or the super dark vegan chocolate. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I know where I can add those things in and uh, there's, yeah, there's just freedom, which feels great. Yeah, yeah. Mm.
0: And there's the whole label thing again, right? Like this is good, this is bad. That's bad, this is good. And plant, some people will say plant-based is bad, some people will say plant-based is good. Like let's get rid of the labels because there's always versions of and understanding the version of that's going to be right for you or right for that day or right for that meal comes down to some education and some personal experience and just, yeah, going on the journey, learning yeah. from people, putting your hand up and saying, I don't know enough. Like I need some totally. help here, picking totally. up a book and reading Totally. And learning from yourself and experimenting.
1: Yep. Yeah. hundred percent.
0: Yeah. So um, thank you so much for sharing, sharing some of your journey with me and us and, uh, you know, telling us what you eat in a day and breaking it down. I think a lot of people will benefit from hearing, you know, where what you've been through, what sort of journey you've been on. Um, you know, I hope people don't inundate you with too many questions online or social
1: media. <laughs> That's, uh, <fine. laughs> That's totally fine. Um, if they do want to follow you, where can they find you? Uh, I, the best place is over on Instagram. So that's K-A-T, dot J-O-H-N. Um And, you know, it's totally fine if you do want to ask questions <laughs> because, you know, I did, I asked a lot of people um, questions in the beginning. So I won't have the super scientific answers. Um, that's what Ali's for. <laughs> um, but, you know, I can give you the personal experience answer and how I guess I navigated my mind through that journey. So uh, yeah, that's the best place. Yeah, awesome. Um, I've got so many questions I feel like I
0: could ask you, but I'm going to cap <laughs> it there and say thank you. Pleasure. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um,
1: is there anything else that you want to share? No, 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 no. That's, that's you know, I guess, you know, uh, for. I guess everyone's here for their own, their own reason, you know, and it was what I said before. If you know that in here or wherever you feel like you're being called or pulled to, to to eat a certain way or to to live a certain way um, when when you're actually living in it like I am now and like you are now, um, all that hard work and and fucking up and getting in your own way and thinking that it's not working all that hard work of being resilient and staying connected to what's important it does pay off and it'll pay off in in you know your own way so just really define why it is you're doing it so that when you fall into a bit of a black hole um or into a little bit of pity um you know you've got something that can go go, okay mate come on come on out let's go again yeah Yeah. um that would be the most simple thing because that's what kept me that's what kept getting me out of the little (laughs) I love
0: it. I love it. And yeah. that's like the first module of the program plant based kickstarter is actually your why.
1: Yeah. Like identify
0: Fantastic. your why, do it right like straight off the bat and if you don't know what it is, wait 5 days, come back and try and answer Fantastic. it again, but that's it's so important because it'll yeah, it is what will keep you going. Through Amen. all of the harder times. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kat. I really appreciate you chatting. Pleasure, I can't Kelly. wait to share this with people.
1: Thank you. Yeah, me too. Take care.